Good morning, brothers and sisters in Christ. A blessed Lord's Day to all of you. It's been a while since I have preached God's Word to you. It's been a month. I hope that you have been blessed a lot during our Missions Month, learning from our guest speakers. Did you learn a lot from our Missions Month? Wala, konti lang ata. No? <laughs> I hope uh, you were blessed by it and you were challenged. I hope you were able to meet and pray with some of our supported missionaries. And most importantly, I hope that you were moved by the Holy Spirit to take part in the work of missions. And being part of the work of missions is not just sending, but also going to the mission field, whether near or far away. Every month of June, it is our missions month. And after that, every month of July, we celebrate our church anniversary. This month, we are turning 94. No? ko dapat kayo, pero nakalimutan ko, nilagay ko pala sa PowerPoint ko yung sagot. Yes, we're turning 94 year old, years old this year. No? Next week, in fact. And we praise and thank God for His faithfulness to UECP. Indeed, uh, God has blessed UECP and uh, has used UECP as a blessing to many people. And the proof of those blessings is all of you. Tayo, all of us here. I'm sure all of you have been blessed by God here in UECP. And in one way or another, God has or will use you to be a blessing to others as well. Now, may I ask, what brought you to UECP? Ba't tayo nandito? Ba't ka nandito? Personally, no? What made you decide to come to UECP? And what made you decide to stay and be part of UECP? I'm sure many of us here in UECP are here in UECP because, you know, a friend, a colleague, a classmate may have invited you. Or some of you are here because you live nearby, Tagabenabides, Masangkay, La Torre, Recto, and this is the nearest church to your home. Walking distance lang, kaya UECP na lang ako, di ba? I'm sure. And I'm sure many of us here, we are here because graduate ka ng Hope Christian High School. Who are graduate of Hope Christian High School here? Tas kamay? Doon lang ka konti? Seryoso? Come on! Hope Christian High School. Dami, di ba? Kung graduate ka ng Hope Christian High School, more or less, dito ka sa UECP church. And if you are not a graduate of Hope Christian High School and you still grew up here in UECP, the probable reason you are here is because your parents graduated from Hope Christian High School and has been attending and even serving here in UECP. But my question is, no, what made you decide to stay or become a member of UECP? Nung bata tayo talaga, sunod-sunuran lang tayo sa parents natin, no? We have no choice. Punta sa UECP, sama tayo. But when we have grown up, many of us, you know, kaya na natin eh, to go any church that we want to go or we can go. But what made you decide to stay or be even become a member of UECP? What made you decide to stay? For some of you, yun nga. Malapit na sa bahay eh. So dito na lang ako, bakit pa ako lalayo? Okay? So it's easy, it's accessible to some, so you stay here. For many of us, we already grew up here in UECP. We have friends here, nandito parakada ko, and we prefer the Chinese-Filipino community in the church. 
And, you know, comfortable na ako eh. Meron na akong upuan na laging inuupuan. Akin na yon kulang na lang, i-carve ko yung pangalan ko dyan sa mga pews na yan. Tama ba? Sanay na. And so we stay here in UECP. And maybe for some, we like to come here to UECP because ang sarap ng kape ng UECP eh, di ba? Ang ganda ng lounge, ang sarap, so comfortable, fellowshipping with others. And I'm sure most of us, we are always here because, you know, UECP has become our second home. Kung wala ako sa bahay, nasa UECP yang ako. No? And UECP has become our second family. Well, whatever reasons you may have, whatever reasons you have, let me tell you that whatever it is, we are glad that you are here with us. As for me, ako naman, personally, I'm here in UECP because one of my classmates at Hope invited me. Okay, He invited me to come to Student Fellowship when we were in first year high school. And nagka-crush ako with someone here in UECP and the rest is history. That's true. Totoo. But that is not the whole story why I stayed here. Well, in my third year, I got baptized here in UECP during my third year high school and started attending worship service. Naalala ko pa, hindi ako nag-a-attend ng worship service bago ako nababaptize. Until yung ibababaptize na ako, isang counselor ko lumapit sa akin, sabi, hala, babaptize ka na, hindi ka nag-worship dito. Nakonsensya ako. After that, every Sunday, nandito na ako. Okay, I was baptized and then every Sunday I was here. You know? You know, when I started worshiping here in UECP, I really like and love the atmosphere of our old main sanctuary. Naalala niyo yun? Yung old main sanctuary. Ang sarap yung kulay gold, medyo gold pa, orange, and the sunlight coming from, which side ba? Naalala niyo ba? Parehas eh, no? And it has that orange glow. Ang sarap. It fe- and it feels warm. And yet, Hindi mainit, malamig kasi may aircon. You see, I grew up in a non-Christian family who goes to church occasionally. And we go to a Roman Catholic church. And napakainit, madalas kami sa Kiapo Church. And napakainit, napakasikip. And minsan wala pang mupuan, no, no chairs to sit kasi punong-puno. So imagine, my first time coming here. Wow, ang lamig, ang sarap. So cold, so comfortable. And so even I remember uh, the first time I invited my mom to come to church, I told her, Ma, tara, sama ka sa UECP, doon tayo mag-church, may aircon doon. Totoo. Let us church in UECP, there's aircon. Yun yung una kong ano, the way I invite, kasi never pa nakita ng church na may aircon. Yes, these are some of the stories of what brought me to church, what brought me to UECP, and what made me stay. But actually, they're not the main reason. The, me- the main reason why I came here in UECP was that I was searching for something. I was searching for something. My life was missing something that I didn't know. I didn't know what it was missing. Alam ko lang may something missing. Maybe I was searching for purpose and meaning in life. I don't know. All I knew is that something was missing. Before I came here, I always felt sad. I always felt afraid, insecure. I feel sad, I always feel alone. Mahiyain kasi ako dati, maniwala man kayo sa hindi. No? And so wala akong barkada. And sometimes I feel alone, I feel sad. 
I feel afraid of what will happen to me in the future. I'm afraid of what will happen to me after I die. I even asked my yaya noon, paano ba maggrocery para mapunta ako sa heaven? Naalala ko yun. I was insecure of my future, insecure of becoming a failure. Something was missing. I didn't know what it was then, but somehow, what I was missing in my life, I found here in UECP. And that's why I'm still here. I didn't know what I was looking for back then, but now in hindsight, I realized that I was looking for a Savior. Many people, if not all people, actually are looking for a Savior, whether they are aware of it or not. They may be running after other things like money, career, relationship, acceptance, barcada. But at the heart of their search is a search for a Savior. Many people do not know what they are looking for. Many people don't know, especially today. But for the Jews, they knew who they were looking for and who they have been waiting for. They have been waiting and looking for the Messiah. You see, for generation after generations, they have been living under captivity, under the authority of an empire, a global superpower. They have been under the Assyrians, and then the Babylonians. After the Babylonians, finally, nakauwi na sila, but they were still under Persia and the Medes. And then after that, the Greeks, and then so on and so forth until in the time of Jesus, it was the Romans. It was the Roman Empire. One empire after another ruling them. And so they have been waiting for freedom. They have been waiting for the Savior to come, a Savior who was promised to them by their God through their prophets, hoping, hoping that finally when the Savior has come, they're going to be free. If you have your Bibles with you, please keep them open to John chapter 1, the passage we have just read, okay? John chapter 1. We'll be looking at uh, basically the most of chapter 1. Wala kong nilagay na... Bible verse a PowerPoint ko, no? Any, kahit isa. No? So, open your Bibles, whether electronic or not, to John chapter 1. The passage we have just read is actually part of the introductory section of John's Gospel to introduce who Jesus is. So if you have your Bibles with you, please open them with me. Can I see a thumbs up? Kung na kayo? Okay, thumbs up. I hope you would bring your Bibles with you, whether electronic or Ano, no, or physical Bibles, because I want you to read God's Word through your own reading device or material, through your own Bible. You know, during the time of Jesus, people are already looking for the Messiah, the promised Savior. They study the Scriptures and prophecies, trying to figure out kailan ba, when and where the Messiah will come. And they investigate every person who claims or seems prominent enough to be Messiah, I'm sure Jesus was not the only one who thought, who claims to be the Messiah. That is why before Jesus began his earthly ministry, the Jews were actually investigating who? They were investigating John the Baptist. John has many followers and is baptizing people with water and teaching about repentance. So, what did the 
uh, the Jews do? They sent their priests and Levites to check if John the Baptist was the Messiah. Look at your Bibles in verse 19 to 20 in chapter 1. It says, And this is the testimony of John when the Jews sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask, Who are you? He confessed and did not deny, but confessed. Dalawang beses sinabi, no? He confessed, I am not the Christ. I am not the Christ. You see, John the Baptist never claimed to be Christ despite his popularity, but he knew who he was because he knew who he was. He knew his role. He knew the Lord that he had, he knew from the Lord that his role was to prepare for the way of the Messiah, not to be the Messiah, but prepare the way for him. And that is what he did. He faithfully taught about repentance to his followers and baptizing them with water until Jesus came to him and the sign that that was given by God was revealed. Look at verse 32 to 34. It says, And John bore witness. He says, I saw the Spirit descended from heaven like a dove, and it remained on him. He was talking about Jesus. He says, I myself did not know him, but he who sent me to baptize with water said to me, He on whom you see the Spirit descend and remain, this is he who baptizes with the Holy Spirit. And I have seen and have borne witness that this is the Son of God. And so from that day on, he was pointing his disciples to Jesus. Because he knew that they were not searching for John, but they were searching for the Messiah. He sent two of his disciples to Jesus, and it says in verse 28, uh, 28 to 29, Jesus turned and, sorry, 38 to 39, Jesus turned and saw them following and said to him, What are you seeking? Ano ba hinahanap nyo? And they said to him, Rabbi, which means teacher, where are you staying? They want to get to know Jesus. They want to see kung totoo nga, tama nga ba si John, that this was indeed the Lamb of God, the Messiah. And he said to them, Come. And you will see. Come and you will see. And so they came and saw where he was staying. And they stayed with him that day for it was the 10th hour. Basically saying they spent the whole night with him. You see, John's disciples were looking for the Messiah. And they were checking if, ito na ba to? If Jesus, this Jesus from Nazareth was the one that they were waiting for. One that they've been looking for. One of them even doubt. Sa mga pumunta kay Jesus in the whole chapter 1, can anything good come out of Nazareth? Not because Nazareth was a bad place, but because yun nga, in their, they're studying for the Scriptures, in the Scriptures, to know where the Messiah will come. And in their understanding of Scripture, there was no prophecy about Nazareth. Kaya sabi niya, can anything good come out of Nazareth? Because they were looking for the promised Savior, the Messiah. You know, people come to look for a Savior. People walk into our doors looking for a Savior, whether they are aware of it or not. People come drowning with different issues and problems in life. Some of them are probably drowning from their relationships, relationship problems. Some of them probably drowning in financial problems, 
addiction problems, sexual problems, sin problems. Some of them might be drowning even from health problems. And they're looking for a Savior to save them from all of this. People come into our doors drowning from depression, drowning from insecurities, drowning from anxieties, drowning from fear. And they're looking for somebody to pull them out. They're looking for someone to save them from their problems. And that goes for all of us here. Many of us come here looking for a Savior. I came here looking for a Savior. My mom came to me looking for a Savior. Just like John's followers came to him looking for the Messiah. The world is looking for a Savior. All of us are looking for a Savior. The question is, will will they find what they're seeking here? Will they find their way to the Savior when they enter into our doors? Will they find who they're looking for when they come to you? You know, John the Baptist made sure his disciples did find who they were looking for. Look at their Bibles. It says in 35 to 37, chapter 1, the next day, again, John was standing with two of his disciples, and he looked at Jesus as he walked by and said, Behold, the Lamb of God. Behold, meaning see, look. The two disciples heard him say this, and they followed Jesus. John the Baptist knew who the Messiah was. The Lord revealed it to him, and so he made sure his followers were look. Uh, uh, he made sure his followers who were looking for the Messiah found what they were looking for. They went to see Jesus, spent time with him to get to know him, and after doing so, they were convinced that he was indeed the Messiah. And from that point on, ano ginawa nila? They were the ones pointing people to the Messiah, those who were also looking for a Savior. One of the two disciples of John the Baptist who went to see Jesus was Andrew, the brother of Simon Peter. You know, after spending the night with Jesus, he imme- after noon, he immedi- what did he do? He immediately went to his brother and told him that they found the Messiah. Andrew brought Peter to Jesus. Tara, sumama ka. We have found the Messiah, and that is how Jesus, uh, how, how, that is how Peter became a disciple of Jesus. Now, some of you might be confused, thinking, wait lang, Pastor, this isn't how I heard this story before. Didn't Jesus call Peter and Andrew while they were fishing? story They were mending their nets, and when Jesus called them to make them fishers of men, what did they do? They left their nets and boats to follow Jesus when he told them he will make them fishers of men. If you thought of this, then good. That means you were listening, listening attentively before. Because we talked about this passage in Matthew chapter 4, verse 18 to 22, remember? There is an explanation to this anomaly. No, actually, it's an anomaly. Scholars agree that the account of Jesus calling his first disciples that was recorded in Matthew and other synoptic gospels, that means Mark and Luke, was a different and later event than that of John's account. 
And many commentators agree that the calling recorded in the Synoptic Gospels was a calling for apostleship. Apostleship, which was a unique and exclusive office. Ngayon wala ng apostles, disciples lang. While the calling recorded in John the Gospel was actually their first real encounter with Jesus, where they became disciples, believers. They were already disciples before they were called to be apostles. So you might be thinking, first time nga ba nakita nila Peter si Jesus when they were mending their nets? No. They were already following Jesus. And as disciples of Jesus, disciple meaning believers and followers of Jesus, not apostles, ha? disciples, they were bringing people to the Messiah already. Once they were convinced who Jesus was, that He was the Savior, they were bringing people to Him. They were pulling people to come to Jesus because that is what true disciples do. As people come to look for a Savior, disciples bring people to the Savior. People come here, they don't know what they're looking for, but in their heart, they're looking for a Savior. When you're a disciple of Jesus, you bring people to the Savior, the only one. Andrew loved bringing people to Jesus. Not only was he the one to call his brother Peter to Jesus, he was also the one to bring the boy with the loaves of bread and fish to Jesus, which led to the feeding of the 5,000. And it was not only Andrew, but Philip as well. After following Jesus, Philip went to see his brother Nathaniel and told him that he has found the one the prophets promised about. And Nathaniel, after meeting Jesus, he also believed that Jesus was the Messiah. John recounted Andrew's, Peter's, Philip, and Nathaniel's, uh, or Nathaniel's actually probably known as Bartholomew, one of the 12 disciples, apostles, first encounter of Jesus. Bakit sila yung pinili? I'm sure there were so many people who came to know Jesus. Tama ba? Ba't itong apat na to? Probably because during their time of writing of the Gospel of John, the early church was already there and they knew these people already. They knew who Peter, Philip, Andrew, Nathaniel are. For they were called to be apostles, the leaders of the church. They were, they were, and during this time, they were, before they were called apostles, they were simply regular disciples. Like each one of us, if we follow Jesus. Believers who have put their trust in Jesus and follow Him. And so, as you can see, you don't need to be an apostle to bring people to Jesus. If you are a true disciple, you bring people to the Savior. People come to look for a Savior, and disciples bring people to the Savior. Question is, tayo ba? Tayo ba? How about us? How about you? Are you looking for a Savior, or, or have you already found the Savior? If you already found the Savior, are you bringing people to Him? If not, then what are you doing? Or what are you? True disciples bring people to the Savior. They invite people to come and see. Come and see for yourself who Jesus is. Once they found what they are looking for, they want others to find it as well. Are you a disciple of Christ? 
If so, are you bringing people to the Savior? Are you inviting people to come and see Jesus? If not, then maybe, if you're not bringing people to Jesus, then maybe you're not yet convinced that Jesus is indeed truly the Savior, the Messiah. Maybe you haven't accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior at all. Have you considered that? Because if you are convinced in your heart, in your whole life, in skin and flesh and bones that Jesus is Savior, then you will surely want others to find Him as well. Tamaba. Because these disciples bring people to the Savior. This is actually what discipleship or disciple-making is all about. Helping others to see Jesus, to know Him more, believe and follow Him. You know, oftentimes we think that to see is to believe. Tama ba? Sabi natin yun. To see is to believe. I just came from YGC Youth Camp no, this week from Baguio, and I just learned from my co-speaker, Bok Suhard, that that is usually not the case. We say it to see is to believe, but that's not usually the case. He says that to see is to know. When you see something, you know, and then to know is to believe. When you know something, someone better, you come to believe him. And then to believe is to obey. When you believe someone, then you are willing to follow them, to obey them. And then to obey is to see. The more we obey God, the more we will see that his word is true, that his promises are true. Ito yung sabi ni Edmond Chan, eh, from the, hmm? From the, huh? You don't know anything to the wow. When we follow Christ, then we say, wow, because you will see that what Jesus is teaching us is right. You know, when people see Jesus, they will not automatically believe in Him. When they see Him, they will know. They will know Him. And as they know Him and are becoming convinced of who He is, they will be they will believe in Him. And as they believe in Him and put their faith in Him, then they will obey Him. And as they obey Him, they will see that His promises are true. That is what discipleship in a nutshell is all about. Helping others to see Jesus, to know Him, to believe Him, and obey Him. And as they obey, they will see more and more that He is indeed the Lord and Savior. That is what disciple-making is all about. It starts with helping people to come and see Jesus for themselves, bringing them to belief, from belief, from knowing to obedience. And that has been the slogan of UECP for around, ilang taon na ba? Five years already, tama ba? Love God, Ano? Make disciples. Love God, make disciples. The question is, are we doing it? Are we, as a church, inviting people to come and see Jesus? And when they come to UECP, what do they see? Do they see Jesus? Do they find a Savior? Is UECP simply known as a 94-year-old church with a Chinese-Filipino culture and congregation? One of the oldest Chinese church in the Philippines? 
Are we a church only known for our comfortable lounge and great coffee? Tama, sarap dyan sa UECP, sarap ng kape nila. Is UECP just known for our brand new state-of-the-art sanctuary with a floating cross? When people come to UECP, will they only see a talented worship band, a great choir, beautiful instrument, a grand piano, a, an organ, a beautiful organ? Will, that all, will it be all that they see when they come here? Brothers and sisters, let me tell you, if they are, these are the only things people see, in UECP, then we have failed to be a church. We have failed to live up to our slogan. If people come to UECP and they only see our facilities and our ministries and they do not see Christ, then we don't even deserve to reach to be a hundred years old. Let's just close down. Magsara na lang tayo. If people come to UECP and they do not see and come to know Jesus, then we are nothing. It's better for us to just close down. Alis ka na lang dito. If you, don't, if you come here, you don't see Jesus, you don't know more about Him, you don't grow to obey Him, to believe in Him, hanap ka na ng ibang church. On the other hand, if we don't have this wonderful, even if we don't have this wonderful sanctuary, even if we don't have a talented worship band, even if we just worship on the streets or sing a capella, but when people come, they see Jesus, they come to know Jesus, then we are indeed living as people who loves God and make disciples. So my question for us. What do people see when they come to UECP? Do they come and see Jesus? Do they find Jesus? Do the people in UECP pointing them to the Savior? I remember more than five years ago, it was the 2017 of December. It was a late Monday night. We had a very, very long board of elders and deacon meeting. We were talking about the renovation of our sanctuary, trying to decide where to put the cross. Or even considering, baka pwede nang walang cross. Or maybe pwede na virtual cross. Laki naman ng LCD screen, LED screen natin eh. It was a long meeting. Umabotata kami 12 o lampas pa. I came home tired, a little bit confused and frustrated that night. But as I prayed, as I asked God for guidance, I remember He, he, he spoke to me and I remember posting this simple reflection. It's a poetic reflection on Facebook. I wrote, wooden cross, virtual cross, plastic cross, embroidered cross, hanging cross, small cross, big cross, 
no cross. How important is a cross? You see it everywhere. Churches have it. Malls have churches that have it. You see it in almost every household. You see it worn by many people. Painted even in their bodies. Tattoo. But what does it stand for? 2,000 years ago, it was an instrument of torture, humiliation, and death. Cursed is anyone who is hanged on a tree. Nobody wants to be a part of it. I bet no one even wants the sight of it. Until one man was hanged on it. And he did not even deserve it. Yet he accepted it. Embraced it even. Why? Was it because he was too weak to resist it? No. It was because he has the power to overcome it. Was it because of guilt? No. It was because of love. He carried it with his blood. He handled it with his life. Pierced, broken, torn, humiliated, abandoned, dead. Until on the third day, open tomb, empty clothes, mouths hanging, doubts flying. There he is standing, hands opened, but with holes. Eyes widened, knees bending, voices shouting, He is alive! He is alive! Then and there, the cross was transformed from an instrument of death to an instrument of life to a symbol of shame, from a symbol of shame to a symbol of victory. Not by itself, but by this man who was dead but now alive forevermore. The cross has no power in itself. Its power lies in the man who died on it. So for me, cross or no cross, LED or no LED, I will worship the man he is Jesus, by the way. And by the way, He is King. Brothers and sisters, the cross means nothing without our Savior dying on it. In the same way, a church is nothing if people doesn't see the Savior who died for her. Brothers and sisters, people come to find a Savior and disciples bring people to the Savior. UECP, let people can see, come and see Jesus in us. Let people come and see Jesus in UECP. Shall we pray? Father, I give thanks for your word. I give thanks for indeed next week we are celebrating our 94th anniversary.
Oh, Father, as we celebrate our anniversary, bring us back. Bring us back to the Savior. Bring us back to the one who made us a church in the first place. Lord, we were once the one looking for a Savior. And Lord, we, you brought us here in this place. And you found each and every one of us through your Son, Jesus Christ. Father, my prayer for our church, for UECP, is that people, when we come here, Believers or non-believers, they will come and see Him as well. They will come to know Him. They will come to believe Him. They will come to obey Him. And they will see more and more who He really is. The Lord of the sea and sky. The Lord of salvation. The Son of God. The Son of man. The one who saved us from our sin, the Savior that we were looking for. Lord, it is our prayer for our church that people come and see Jesus here in UECP. Nothing else, nothing else but Him. He is enough. Jesus is enough for UECP. In His name we pray. Amen and Amen.